Welcome to this week's episode of Guarding the Well podcast. My name is James, and we pray that you are doing really, really well. Uh, it is November, and uh, I'm excited. I'm excited. Uh, Thanksgiving is right around the corner. Christmas is... You Maybe you're not a Christmas person, but I am. Um, my wife has had to learn to deal with it. Uh, I think I've converted her to being a Christmas person. And when I mean a Christmas person, I don't just mean somebody who likes Christmas. I like Christmas. I like the decorations. I would be setting up the Christmas stuff in my house right now if it were not for the fact that uh, we might have Thanksgiving dinner at our house and we need the room. Uh, one of the things I like to do is set up uh, the trains because of my kids, but can't do that yet. And so uh, are you one of those people that um, kind of skips over Thanksgiving? And I don't mean to skip over uh, Thanksgiving. I just like the decorations for Christmas. I don't know. I find rest in it. I just find a comfort in it. I don't know why it is. Are you like that? Uh, if you are, let me know. Um, let me know that I'm not the only weird one, I guess, uh, around, but, uh, I really appreciate you joining us. And, uh, with that said, if you would subscribe, uh, would really help us out wherever you're listening to whatever podcast host, if you want to subscribe to uh, this podcast, that would be incredible blessing and, and encouragement to me. And so I would greatly appreciate that. If there's something that stands out to you and you want to leave a comment, or a review, I uh, would love for you to do that as well. Uh, that is a, a great way to encourage us and bless us here uh, at the podcast. I really, really appreciate you. And um, if you don't mind, um, not just subscribing, but sharing it with uh, others and letting them know that this is here. And you could also connect with us on Facebook at Guarding the Well. You could find us there and you could leave us comments, questions, whatever the case may be. I would love to hear from you. And if you're new to, uh, if this is your first episode, we've been taking the last couple episodes of, of going through this little series called Crash and Bird. And what we're doing is we're looking at a couple people from the scriptures and we are looking at what caused them to crash and burn in their walk with the Lord. And we've been taking a look at a couple people. And today, um, we're going to stay with the same person. Our last episode, we talked about Samson a little bit. And today, I wanted to touch on something else when it came to Samson and how he crashed and burned. And I just felt that this is an important one, especially when we get into this season. If you have ever worked in retail, if you've ever worked in a grocery store, uh, you'll know what I mean by this. Uh, I worked in a grocery store for years before I became a pastor. And every November and December, the attitude of people changed. I'll be honest with you. People got angrier. Uh, they got a little bit more self-centered. They got a little bit more testy, if you would. Uh, their fuses were not as long. And they were just angry. And when we've been looking at Samson, and you could look at, uh, take a listen at last uh, episode of, of taking a look at Samson, what we saw with Samson is that selfishness secures our derailment. And what we mean by that is as we're selfish, the selfishness within us is going to cause things to happen in our life that is going to derail us in and with our walk with the Lord. And we see that tremendously with Samson. Samson was a very selfish person. And because of that, it really and truly derailed his walk with the Lord. It really caused him to crash and burn in his walk with the Lord. And so we have to be really careful with selfishness. In this time of year, we're getting into Thanksgiving and especially Christmas, selfishness really starts to pick up. And I know you know what I mean by that. And maybe 
you are one of those people, let's face it, most of us become more selfish this time of year, become more guarded uh, of our time and our energy and what we need to get done because we're so focused on that. But there's something that comes from selfishness. There's something that we see in Samson's life that, that happens in our life. And what that is, is this. Selfishness brings anger. I want you to get that. Yet selfishness brings anger. Let me set this uh, stage for you really quickly here with uh, Samson. Uh, in, in Judges chapter 14, Samson, uh, he has seen a woman that he wants to marry, and, and there's a whole lot more going into all the, what I'm about to share with you, but just to give you a little bit of synopsis, uh, Samson had seen a woman that he wants to marry, and so he goes to his mom and dad, he goes, mom, dad, this is the lady that I want to marry, make this happen. Uh, selfishness also breeds entitlement, but we won't, we won't get into that today, um, and so mom and dad are like, uh, she's really not the right one for you. Does it have to be her? And he's like, yes, yes, she's the one I want to marry. And so what happens is Samson and his dad and his mom, they go on a walk to go and meet this lady, uh, meet her family and set up this wedding. Um, and on the way, Samson uh, has a lion come out and you know, run after him. And what Samson does is what every man does. Uh, he just rips it in half. Uh, don't forget Samson, probably the strongest man who's ever lived, uh, physically, if you would. And he rips his lion in half and they go down, they meet with this uh, lady, uh, they meet with her dad, they get the bride price all set up, they get everything situated for Samson to be able to marry this woman. And then they go back home. That's how things worked back then. And then sometime later, Samson and his parents, they are, they're returning to this lady's house for this marriage to take place. And Samson, he looks over and he sees the carcass of the, the lion that he had ripped to shreds. And there's bees using it as a home and there's honey in it. And he eats the honey out of the carcass of an animal. Yes, I know it's gross. But we kind of do that if you put stuffing inside the turkey, which I never thought about until right now and he shares that with his mom and dad and they all eat honey and and don't think anything about it and then samson gets down and they're about ready to have this wedding party and what happens is this samson's wedding party you know how there's always groomsmen and bridesmaids and things along those lines well samson's groomsmen they're not his friends the philistines who are enemies actually give him these men to be his bridal party, if you will. And so what happens is this. Samson gives them a riddle. And we're not going to get into the whole riddle and everything along those lines. And Samson goes, well, if you can answer me this riddle within seven days, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to uh, give you 30 pieces of clothes. And so if you can't answer this riddle in seven days, you owe me 30 pieces of, uh, of clothing, 30 sets of clothing, if you will. If not, Samson says, you answer it, I'll give you the clothing. And so the whole week is going by and this bridal party, they cannot figure out the answer to this riddle. And so they go to Samson's wife and you have to understand, uh, the wedding ceremony back then would, would take about a week, week. And the wedding wasn't really official until the bride and groom consummated their marriage physically. And that usually took place on the last day. And that has not happened yet with Samson and his wife. And so this wedding is still taking place. And they go to Samson's soon-to-be wife and go, listen, 
if he doesn't answer, if we don't answer this, you know, it's not going to be good. You need to find the answer out, or you know what we're going to do? We're going to burn you and your father's house down. Now, that's a bit of a threat, right? And so Samson's girlfriend, his fiance, if you will, comes to Samson and is like, hey, you know, if you love me, you'd give me this answer. And she plays that card. And what Samson does is he gives her the answer. And then she goes back and tells the bridal party. And then the bridal party comes before Samson and they give him the answer to his riddle. Well, at that, Samson loses it. Samson becomes really, really angry. He actually says in uh, Judges chapter 14, uh, starting in, in, in verse 18, Samson said to them, If you had not plowed with my heifer, he's talking about his wife, you would not have solved my riddle. Then the Spirit of the Lord came upon him in power. He went down to Ashkelon, struck down 30 of their men, stripped them of their belongings, and gave their clothing to those who had explained the riddle. Samson lost it because they are able to answer the riddle because they're deceitful. He actually gets so mad that he makes a 23-mile journey. I get this. He walks 23 miles to a city called Ashkelon. He then kills 30 men that had nothing to do with this wedding, nothing to do with this riddle or anything along those lines. He strips the clothing back off of their backs, makes another 23-mile trip back up to the place of the wedding and gives these men the 30 sets of clothing is absolutely incredible but he's not done there because after he does that scripture tells tells us burning with anger samson went up to his father's house and samson's wife was given to, to the friend who had attended him at the wedding samson was so mad that he doesn't even finish the wedding he was so mad that he actually goes home and leaves his wife you know pretty much at the altar and because of that uh, this girl's dad goes, well, I guess Samson doesn't like my wife. And so he gives his daughter to the best man, if you would, at the wedding. Well, long story short, going into Judges chapter 15, Samson cools down and then he goes, you know what? I'm going to go back, get my wife. Well, he goes back to his father-in-law's house and he goes, I'm here for my wife. And the dad goes, well, I thought you didn't like my wife, my daughter. So I gave her to somebody else. But here, you can have my younger daughter. And Samson loses it again. He lost it again. And so what he does is he goes out and he literally gets uh, some animals, some jackals, if you will. And he fastens their tails together. He gets foxes and he, he ties their tails together, puts a torch in those tails, and he lets them loose to burn down all the, the grain fields of the Philistines. Like, he's livid. Like, think about it. He's killed 30 men, and now he's setting fire to all the fields of the people. So they don't have food. Their grain, their wheat are all burning up, all because he's angry. He's angry. Samson was a man that was filled with an anger, a vengeance, if you would. He, he literally had a vengeance. He, he lived for revenge. You have to understand that Samson, his anger really derailed him in his walk with the Lord. Anger will get you and I 
Anger will cause us to fall away from Christ. Anger will cause us to do stupid things that we should not be doing. Now, there's two types of anger. Don't get me wrong. There is what is called a righteous anger, where we get mad over something that God would get mad at. Uh, maybe something getting uh, somebody getting taken advantage of, a child being abused, something along those lines where we get mad about that. That actually honors God, and so that that's good, and, and that's okay. But when it comes to anger, we have to realize that anger in and of itself is not sin. Paul tells us in the book of Ephesians in chapter 4, he goes, in your anger, do not sin. And so we can be angry and not sin. But the question is this, how do we handle anger? How are you handling anger in your life right now? How are you responding to the things that get your blood boiling? Because if we're not careful, our anger is going to derail us. And here's the thing about anger. Anger is always an outward emotion, meaning it's external. It takes place externally, outside of us, which means it's usually caused by something inwardly. There's always an underlying root cause to our anger. And you know what that root cause is sometimes? Selfishness. Think back over this week that you've had, the times that you've been angry this week. Why were you angry? Did your anger come from the root of selfishness of where, you know, things didn't go the way you wanted them to go and so you got angry? You know, a plan wasn't followed the way you wanted to be followed and so you got angry. Or maybe, you know what, the kids did something you didn't want them to do. Not necessarily that they did something bad, but the kids did something you didn't want them to do. And so you got angry. Or maybe you're at church last week and the pastor said something that you didn't like and so you got angry. Or maybe with your spouse or your boss, where they did something or they said something which is the opposite of what you wanted. Not that they did something bad, not that they did something wrong or sinful. It was just not what you wanted. And because of that, you got angry. Think about the the employees that you work with. Well, they do something that you don't like and so we get angry. Well, here's one for you. Have you ever ordered pizza and it came later than you thought it should? And guess what happened? You got angry. Why is that? Because selfishness breeds anger. Samson's anger stems from his selfishness. He thought that he was entitled and that things should happen the way that he wanted them to happen all the time. And so when we have a selfishness like that, When every little thing goes against our plan or our agenda or our wants, we become angry. And you know what happens? This time of year, November and December, we get this glorious plan of how we want things to take place over the next two months because of the holidays and family times and gift giving and scheduling of time that when things happen that are not what we want, we get really angry. And so let me ask you, is your selfishness the root cause for your anger? Because if your selfishness is the root cause of your anger, you really need to repent of not not necessarily anger, but selfishness. And you have to humble yourself before the Lord and you have to humble yourself before others and allow the Lord to work in you that you need to seek forgiveness for your selfishness. I think we all need to do that at times because as we're selfish, it's going to derail us from the in our walk with the Lord, and it's going to cause anger 
in our hearts and that anger is going to come out and it's not going to be good for others. It's not going to be good for us. And so what's the root cause of your anger right now in your life? Is it selfishness? If it is, I think it's time that you humble yourself before the Lord. Guard your heart from selfishness. Allow your heart to be filled with humility, the thinking of others, the serving of others, and knowing that God has a plan and a purpose and everything is working out according to his plan. Not yours, not mine, but his. And so we hope that you have a great day. Thank you for joining us this morning. Well, this day, this whatever time you're listening, we really, really appreciate it. And um, connect with us. We'd love to hear you, hear from you. You take care.